it's a little stock. Base all, take one. It's a big old fat motherfucker called. Blazing buzzer buttons. Big rigor inspection, spatial. Under my feet. Huh? Look, the biggest heavy band of all time. I wouldn't ask you to do a drum roll if your arm fell off. There was an incident with uh, the pyrotechnics. And Kirk! Squillions of dollars and squillions of people. How the fuck are you, Lars? Piddly wants and wills and needs. Lars Ulrich, drums and bongs. What the fuck does that mean anyway? I hate that fucking camera, man. Well, since we started. I'm talking about like a fucking live gig. You see this for, right? What really gets my dick hard. Mommy. Howdy, hi, friends and neighbors. Jason Newstead here, listening to and podcast for all. Bitches! Open door so I walk inside. Close my eyes, find my place to hide. And I shake as I take it in. Let the show be. Welcome back to the podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, it's going to be a good night tonight, buddy. It's always a good night. I just finished watching Lego Masters, and then I stepped in some dog piss. What a start. You know, some would say that's like a, a good omen. Is that good luck, st- stepping in dog piss after you've watched Will Arnett for an hour? I think so. My, I'd say so. I know you want details. My feet are still sticky. You didn't even wipe them off? Well, I was in a hurry to be to, you know, season 10, episode 1. I didn't want to be late for you two, so they're, they're, they're still a little drippy. Mm, so now they're smelling. You Did know, you watch- don't don't smell text me your feet right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's coming. Just think, I could just capture a wave or a whiff of that into the phone and text you and say, like, Jeff. Hey, dude, what does this smell like? Jeff, if you can guess this smell, I will give you a... $10,000 gift for your wedding next month. <laughs> a check for ten grand. Oh, a check. $1 at a time. I want cash. My best friends call me cash. Cash. Cash money. Speaking of cash, all within my hands, December 16th in LA, the acoustic show with Metallica going down, a bunch of yes. people spent a lot of cash today only to find out that if you ordered two tickets together, you're not sitting by each other. Your thoughts. <laughs> that's my thoughts. Each ticket, $400 plus. I guess that's what you get. See, I'm not going to that show, and this is why I don't do things like that, is because you get let down. I you're, expecting, figured... you're expecting to hear Trapped Under Ice, and you have to wait you know, 25 years to hear it. So, and you, have to wait, and you have to hear a terrible acoustic version of Disposable Heroes, probably. Yeah, or maybe a terrible acoustic version of Blackened. Hey, now, Blackened 2020. I'm, re- I'm ready to hear it. Live. Yo, you going? I think I'm going. Enjoy. You'll be sitting by yourself. That's fine. 
the night where I got pulled up to play Seek and Destroy with Metallica, I was at that show by myself. <laughs> I like the boys, but I can honestly say I would never go see them by myself. The times where I've gone to shows by myself have been pretty fucking solid. I'm not going to lie. I would never go to a concert by myself. I've never been to a concert by myself. I don't even know what that experience is like. I don't even speak your language. You should try it. When you're a pilot and you're on the road for a five-day trip and they're in a city that, you're overnighting in, you're like, I know no one in this town. I'm fucking going to the gig. Whatever. And that, with what you do for a living, that makes 100% sense. I'm not against it. I'm just saying I've never done it before. It's definitely something. I mean, maybe I should throw it on the old bucket list. It's time to, to expand sometime. your horizons, Mr. Winslow. I'm ready to expand and horize. <laughs> I've seen Alice in Chains solo. I've seen Guns N' Roses solo. I've seen Queensryche solo. Damn. I'm trying to think what else I've got to do. Metallica That's a few times. Some pretty um, epic bands there. Kiss I've seen solo. And what else have I got to do that was just dynamite? Ted Nugent. Huh. Saw Teddy That's- alone. There's not a lot of things I do by myself now that I think about it. Sacrifice the buffalo. <laughs> Good old Ted. I'd love to see Uncle Ted. Great show. Um, it's funny. I just said him along with Kiss in the late 90s when Kiss was on their farewell tour, like number 47. Yeah. Skid Row without Sebastian and Nugent opened for Kiss for that farewell tour. Speaking of Sebastian, I just watched the Trailer Park Boys season that sebastian's in with the trains you guys like trains you guys like trains hey guys the fuck going on sebastian please no swearing hey who here loves trains i'll get you inside excellent episode anyway people have spent their hard-earned money and got ripped off by axs selling tickets not Ticketmaster. axis hmm this is the same thing that happened. Remember the whole debacle with S&M 2 tickets? All the fucking bots got them? Yeah. I mean, just, Lars, just stick with Ticketmaster. It's a more structured system. You have your account. You, you know what the waiting room looks like. You know, all that to bullshit. To be honest, I'm kind of surprised they don't have their own system. Don't or their give own... them any ideas. I don't like that. But then they could control it all, and they could control whether it's, you know, maybe they could have a little bit, you know, more hands-on making sure that's not bots buying it up, you know, actually have people monitoring that, like going, whoa, what the fuck? Who's buying 300 tickets right now? That's not a person. It's remember not a when, party of 300 going to see Metallica together. I agree. I remember in the in the late 90s when Pearl Jam boycotted Ticketmaster, when Ticketmaster was the only way to get tickets those days. I'm not saying boycott it, but maybe introduce their own system and just say, hey, listen, like, you know, this isn't a boycott. This is, it's it's business. I'm already upset that there's 85,000 batches of black, and I don't want them to release one more thing right now and make it ridiculous. No, you know what? In fact, someone get me in touch. I'm going to write up a business plan. Okay. I'm going to be the director of whatever this would be. Oh, he's got it right there, the blackened. Our, our guest tonight in North Dakota is in his green room, literally in his green room, and he just showed the bottle of Rye the Lightning. Oh, he's showing us something else now. Oh, there's bottle number two. That one there's, looks like it's been drank out of. He got thirsty. Yo, waitress, get your ass over here. Keeps the voice lubricated. Oh, see, he's got the he's got the glass. He's he's ready to go. Hey, waitress, get your ass over here. I like how he's in a green room and 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 we. Oh, oh, <laughs> we did pop the cork. He's got he yes. he does have his sound on. He's ready to come in. We're going to North Dakota tonight. By the way, it's been a while since we've been there. Oh, no, no, we always, 
we always go there when it's cold as fuck in Minnesota, so you know it's cold as fuck in North Dakota. You and I, Jeff, have touched every corner of North Dakota in a van. Not many people can say they've done that. You know, and this is nothing against North Dakota. I actually have had some great times in North Dakota, but I can't say there's many people that would say they would want to do that. North Dakota is a great state. It's just, unfortunately, you and I are always touring there during January and February. Fargo, Grand Forks, Minot, Williston, Bismarck. Hey, let's let's go to Minot on January January 18th. Like, the fuck? And the temperature is minus 24. Oh, that's the wind chill? No, that's the actual physical temperature. (laughs) Yeah, with the wind chill, it's negative 50. We played one show in Minot. I remember we were afraid to shut the van off, so we let it run all night during the gig and while we slept. Shit, I was we were afraid for our gear. That was that was Chris brutal. had that guitar that the finish completely cracked on it because it got so cold in the trailer. It was brutal. And Bill's like, dude, you're gonna leave the van run all night? What if someone steals it? I'm like, if someone's out here looking to steal a car in fifty below windshields, they deserve to have it. Yeah, good luck and uh yes. y- y- you struck gold. Enjoy. Our guest tonight, by the way, welcome to Season 10, Episode 1. He hosts a podcast, Beers, Blues, and BS Podcast. I think the BS stands for, I think it's bullshit, just an educated guess. I was going to say bull spit. This is this is a family program. We've been over this. Ball spit. I, I, ball that, spit. I'm not familiar with that term, but apparently you are. Bull. Loney. Beers, Blues, and Bullshit Podcast. He's seen Metallica a few times. He's also seen one, the only tribute to Metallica a few times. Never heard of him. Wow. And he is in a studio that has a green light in it. It's a virtual green room. Check this out. He's been a radio DJ, a weatherman. He's even filled in for Shane Obershaw for one, the only tribute to Metallica one night in Grand Forks back in like 2011, 2012. We're going way back. Man, even I haven't done that. (laughs) April 18th of 2013. Since he just made his appearance and school is on the date, let's welcome him to the show. What do you think, Jeff? I appreciate assistance. Officially from Bismarck, North Dakota, Mr. Mark Hitter. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you. The honor and privilege is is all mine. Uh, Thank you, Shane and Jeff, for having me on this here Talica oriented podcast because not only is it the first Talica podcast aside from uh the the one that I have because you know Metallica uh but uh it it's the only legitimate one that I've ever been on so I really appreciate it <laughs> well dude we we appreciate the, for it so cheers to Thanks, you guys Mark you're down in some black and two that is so fitting after last week I after yeah. last week I ripped on them for having, you know, 8800 batches and they just keep announcing more. How how many is enough in your opinion? You know, I, it's tough because you have small batch of like everything. So you got to put on a million batches for people to be able to enjoy. Okay. It. Well said. So, I think putting out a bunch of them is awesome. Having the 30 different things uh batches and then the variants between them. That gets into gimmick territory. That's okay. Like what, if you're small batching it, that's sure. what Jeff calls the Gene Simmons um, marketing technique. Uh, hey, I, I like that, it. That's a great way money. to sell stuff. Make a bunch of money and walk away. So, th- this uh, bottle of blackened uh, is batch 89. Mm. And after I 
after uh, it was gifted to me because it wasn't available uh, anywhere around here at the time. Uh, I looked up the playlist and uh, it was actually a solid playlist. You know, there's there's a lot of old school Talica, uh, pretty heavy from uh, Justice and uh, Master. So very thrilled about that because Master Puppet's my favorite of the Talica we'll albums. That, okay. uh, and, do each bottle, yeah. do they taste slightly different then, would you say? Out of the two bottles that I've tasted from, because uh, my buddy Kyle, who's a frequent contributor on uh, the podcast, Beers, uh, that I have, bullshit. Triple B, that's, that is a fact, um, we tried uh, his bottle and it, it did taste different, oddly enough. And I think part of it, you know, their whole thing is the sonic taste, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you play the different playlist on repeat for infinity while it's in there and then open it up, bottle it. Uh, so I think the two things that change it, of course, number one, the cask consistency, because there's some differences in the wood, but then also because the sound resonates differently within it, it does slightly change the, the taste. way it releases like the flavor from the barrels and whatnot and the vibrations yeah. and all of that yeah it, i mean it's it's nuts because it sounds really stupid and really gimmicky <laughs> but there there right. is truth behind it and that's the bizarre thing i still think it's a gimmick you really you really think that they're pumping cthulhu and short straw while they make this shit yeah and saying anger i mean those usually taste a little tinny from what i've heard but <laughs> Taste nice and full and robust. Thank you. Sweet amber. Now, now here's the weird thing about the the straight rye whiskey, and I just found this. This is the uh, new one, right, Mark? Over the weekend. Uh, okay. New as of like a month ago. They they just came out with another new one, which is a six year blend, which I haven't been able to find yet. But I just picked this up on Sunday. Ah, uh, sixer. Hey, man, what's in the bag? Ah, sixer. And this one does not have a batch number on it. It just says the uh, double cask finished, and on the other side, it says, Rye the Lightning! I like it. And the, I also the, think that that came with a rare cassette with a live version of Escape, the one and only time it's been played live. Hey, I mean, uh, if if you got some extra cassettes laying around or a digital copy, that'd be great, because this, this here bottle... Uh, this this was just eighty bucks for me, only eighty bucks. Yeah. And in North Dakota, that's a lot. In New York, that's probably a two hundred dollar bottle. It could be. Okay. The, now the one next to it uh, that's empty as well, which you probably can't even see. But oh, I'll, I'll bring it up because we're doing this, and I know how much how much you're gonna love this since we're talking about alcohol. But this one, uh, you know who Eddie Belfour is, of course. He was a goalie. Yes, and uh, played for the Black Hacks, won some Stanley Cups. Yes, also played for the University of North Dakota, the Fighting Sioux. He went on to create his own line of whiskeys under oh, the right Belfour brand. And as of uh, last, no, it was it was already 21. So yeah, I guess it's still 22. I think what year I'm in. He created the Spirit, Spirit of Champions. Okay. Uh, blend, which is a special edition straight rye whiskey, which I love There's rye whiskey. Rye and you green. can tell by the by the branding on it that it is the green and white, which of course 
is indicative of the fighting Sioux. Now I have to, now I have to bring up a sour point with you. (laughs) Oh boy. Here we go. The UND fighting Sioux for many decades, I believe are now the UND Hawks, if I'm correct. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the fighting, fighting Hawks. Ridiculous. It is. Yes. I think it's bullshit. Absolutely. Don't you think the Sioux would be, wouldn't the Sioux, the actual Sioux, be proud to have a university using their name? I don't, I've never understood this Indian issue where they've got to change all these teams. I mean, without completely sidetracking and derailing the entire show. That's uh, fine. We're used to that. I'll give you the, you know, the, the two cent version because I actually worked at the Ralph Ingolstead Arena in 2012 nice. and 2010 when all of this shit was really coming to a head. And uh, the state had an option essentially at one point after the tribes were mandated to vote yes or no in favor of the Fighting Sioux moniker or nickname. Okay, so there are three tribes specifically requested that the NCAA requested vote yes or no in favor or not in favor. Two of the tribes voted in favor of keeping the nickname. The third mm-hmm. tribe, the Standing Rock Sioux tribe, tribal council refused to let it come up as a vote at the meeting, and therefore oh, they fair. did not correct. They did not vote on it, and so because of that non-vote and two other tribes voting yes, the NCAA said, "Nope, you can't have it," because everybody wasn't in agreement. And NCAA huh, imagine is that bullshit. So you want to pay to play, then you have to do whatever obnoxious rules. So then the state legislature made it a law that UND was required to have the nickname Fighting Sioux to keep it going. So then Fighting Sioux, awesome. NCAA uh, threatens to sue, et cetera, et cetera. And then it goes to a vote. The state in, I think, 80 four or plus percent votes in favor of keeping the nickname boom done including the data from the tribes the counties that how uh where the uh tribes are these uh tribal nations who had to vote on it or were supposed to all three of them had a majority vote to keep it in place Mm -hmm. now fast forward again lawsuit threatening sanctions against the university uh unfair sports advantage uh, for other schools because of the sanctions and non uh, play in the post, you know, tournament, like the season tournaments and whatnot. Sure. So essentially they had to reverse that law because it would negatively affect the university. And then that started the whole process of getting the name removal of the fighting Sioux and all the branding and Jesus then Christ. going through a whole vote process to come up with a new nickname and fighting Hawks was the closest to fighting Sue because then it's at least fighting like fighting Sue and the Hawks like the Black Hawks who take a lot and share a lot with the UND UND players and whatnot. So just a bunch do of I shit. like it? Yeah, it's it's garbage. I don't like you know, the, you know, it's ironic about all of this is the fact that the people advocating to remove this nickname were probably not people that were even Native American. 
imagine that. That's a fair statement. There were a good majority of them, uh, including professors at UND. So you talk about that. The irony of being employed by a university, getting a paycheck, (laughs) and then preaching to the students that you're teaching who are paying you to teach them knowledge of the uh, people, not logos, is what it was. (laughs) But you Mm -hmm. go back to the 1930s. The leadership of UND, and this I think this is cool. So again, we're on Jeff, this. I just want to do not send your daughters to college. I, I mean, you could you could Carnival. send them to like atmospheric <laughs> science college. That part was sweet. <laughs> Carnival women, <clears throat> college Carnival. Carnival. Teach them how to throw knives. College Carnival. You got to be proud. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Or guessing people's weight. Barking for the yak woman. <laughs> How about Tree Fitty? You ever see her? No. Yeah, she's got these big horns growing right out above her ear. Yeah, she's ugly as sin. But a sweet gal and a hell of a good cook. Instead of the fighting Sioux, they went to the fighting hawks. I think they should have just went with fight fire with fire. Fire! Fighting fire! fire. Instead of the fighting Sioux, they should have been fighters. <laughs> 20 Before that, in. they were the flicker tails. So... The Fair flicker enough. tails. Well, I, I mean, the fighting Sue is much better. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Uh, so I, I'm fighting Sue for life, uh, obviously. I mean, as you guys can see by my uh, studio here. But uh, I'm also Metallica for life. That's what we're going to talk about. We're, we're 21 Huge minutes into a podcast for all season 10, episode one, and we haven't said the word Metallica once. So as we kick off every episode. Should I say Mark, Metallica again? Yeah, just keep just keep plugging that for yes, our I guess. royalty I, I, check. Just gonna keep drinking. So black tell us, man. Available at your um, favorite liquor store or retailer. <laughs> this is not a plug, by the way. Mark, what is your memory that still remains from the first time you discovered the mighty Metallica machine? Well, shit, man. Um, going back into uh, middle school. It was really when it started and uh, without dating myself because, you know, I'm not the, that old, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we're all getting there. <laughs> we uh, speak for yourself. Jeff, you're getting married in a couple weeks. You're going to be an old man, too. Don't hey. do it. <laughs> I used to feel old and now I feel young. The older my kids get, the younger I'm starting to feel. It's amazing okay. how that's working. And once Keep you get daddy married, away, check. your age ex- ex- uh, will exponentiate. Into the future. <laughs> That's what they say, but I've been with this person for 11 years already. So yeah, so don't, don't screw know, it up. You already have a good thing going. <laughs> don't, don't let the government of... tell you what to do. <laughs> hey, we're getting married in good government territory, so we'll be all right. <laughs> all right. That is true. Okay. Heading so the island. <laughs> man, we, uh, my buddies and I uh, from uh, middle school, we started hanging out. And uh I got into uh, like WWF wrestling and they helped share uh, Metallica with me. We'd hang out, listen to uh, justice and like, jam out and speakers would be blown. Cause it'd be like rocking the house, like just having a good time. And then uh, when I turned 15, I started at uh, the local TV station working part time and uh, hanging out with uh, here's a cheap plug for you. Meteorologist Hutch Johnson in the Fargo market, Hutch, a, okay. a kick-ass meteorologist and even more kicker-asser person. Uh, he is a, a, a diehard Metallica fan as well. 
And so we would sit in the weather center, creating graphics, learning about weather for, in my case, and uh, just jamming out to Metallica. And then, please, of course, please oh, tell me you guys, t- let me start that over. Please <laughs> tell me that between the two of you, you guys created some pretty kick-ass lightning graphics for thunderstorms. Come on. you know. Oh, fuck this. yeah. Come on. Did the we screen also... did the screen in North Dakota ever say ride the lightning take shelter now? See, here's the funny thing about it. When Metallica would be hitting uh the area with a concert, uh like 03, they came to uh Fargo, played at the Fargo Dome, which is actually my first Metallica show. Like we'll nice. get there. Okay. But uh Hutch and I would talk about uh, getting graphics, so he would make a Talica cast or a Talicast. If you will, <laughs> that would cool. be Metallica referenced the entire thing. So okay. you talk about riding the lightning over here and some thunderstorms. You talk about the black graphic. He'd flip to it and the whole screen would go black. Okay. You know, just just goofy shit like that. It was it was awesome and hilarious. And of course, the two of us loved it. I think maybe three people at home got it, but whatever. <laughs> the next day, like Metallica, it doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, he did that uh, in 2008 before the Minneapolis show. And then again in uh, what would that have been 2018 when they played uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in August of 2018. I think it was 16. 16 already? Yeah, because... Uh, 18 there on Grand Forks again. Because Hardwired played. But yep. yeah, like every every time every time that uh, that they're around, he makes the, the Talacast, and it's a little weather up your ass. <clears throat> so... I like he it. He doesn't say that on the air, but, you know... I like it. Gotta be a little friendly. I, I can say that, because I'm not on the air anymore. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> Officially. They officially. had to. They couldn't handle how heavy metal you were, so they. they re- I had to leave. You, terminated you, fired you. What happened? No, I I left. So here's the cool thing. See, you're either first or you're last, right? Ricky Bobby, damn Ricky Bobby. There you so go. So from from 2012 to the end of 2014, when I left, uh, in the overall ratings, each station and format and time slot in every market is rated. Okay. I mean, simple, right? You're number one, two, three, et cetera. My show by ratings per capita was number one in the country per capita from wow. the uh, the afternoon active rock show. So wow. I beat out New York, L.A., Florida, everywhere in between, including Sirius XM. And those motherfuckers haven't called me back. So, I mean, hey, Jose Mangan, if you're listening to this, get a hold of me because I can host your shit and do it. Trust Nicely me. done, Mark. That's impressive. That's a quick, quick little plug. So I kicked ass. I mean, I, I talked to all kinds of bands, interviewed them, uh, people that you guys hung out with. And in fact, uh, I should have shared it with you already. But uh, at the Minneapolis show, went to the pop up store and Kirk happened to be in there. And I grabbed a shirt, had him sign it and whatever, and did a quick selfie. And it was one of those where I look like, you know, I'm fine. And he's like, <laughs> just, just. He just woke up half in the bag. Terrible photo. I mean, he didn't <laughs> expect to like, hey, can I take a selfie? It was just set up perfectly where I'll get sure. a photo with him signing my shirt. Whatever. It was, it was janky as hell. <clears throat> but I mean, uh interviewed you know godsmack hung out with those guys 
uh otherwise uh Saul you know from the newer band age they've been around forever uh those guys are awesome from uh Quad Cities Iowa Saul Moline uh, they they uh got some help with uh, their latest album with David Draymond and so they had a bunch yes. of uh, work between them who else did I hang out with Jeff listen to this guy it's like you and Filter. I are the amateurs now how about Richard Patrick? You guys, uh, I mean, his political view is not quite aligned with uh, my own or I, I believe uh, yours, but I will say you that. You uh, want to take my picture? I, I hung North out with Dakota him. North Dakota won't twice. remember. He was, August was one time that he was here, and I can't remember the other month. I, it was warm enough where it didn't suck outside. But uh, we basically did like a for my show it was like a filter takeover and so he and i just sat in the studio i'm like what's what do you want to play let's do this okay so i put that on and then play a filter song i'm like all right let's talk about this song what's the story about it okay this and that so a couple pieces take a picture you know uh the true story behind that i honestly don't it's a true story about he was flying across country uh and his dad was on the flight with him Okay. And he he took LSD tablets before he got on the plane, and Ooh. so he was tripping hardcore <laughs> on the plane. And by the time they got up to, I'm assuming cruising altitude, because you know it was probably a pretty decent uh, journey from to and from. Sure, uh, he ended up uh, tripping balls, and at that point, uh, he started taking off his clothes because he was getting hot. From the drugs, you know, <laughs> overheating his brain. I did. And I so, never do this. This is perfect, so, especially in the yeah. aviation world. So that's where it comes in. Of you know, hey, dad, what do you think about your son now? Right? Because his dad's <laughs> sitting there watching this shit happen. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <clears throat> and he's like, "Woo!" You know, and and he's naked on an airplane. Jeff, don't <laughs> so, you drop LSD right before you get on a flight? Every time. It's the only way I could make it to Italy. <laughs> that and the cardboard pizza on Air Italy. Hey, that wasn't no cardboard. That was handmade gourmet shit right that there. Hand tossed. <laughs> Best pizza I've ever had in my life. You hear that, Pizzle? No love, that song? <laughs> yeah. That's about uh, his relationship with Trent Reznor after he left Nine Inch Nails. Did you know that Richard Patrick was originally in Nine Inch Nails? Yes. I did know that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the old Ninners. I'm going to tell everyone right now I'm not a fan of Nin either. Never have been. I'm kind of uh, kind of over it. You I'm know, he's a, done... done what do you, Trent Reznor's done some... A Niner some, or a Ninner? Sure. A little bit of both, maybe. Never been a Trent fan. Never been a... Yeah, I just... His, like Nine I, Inch I, Nails I, and Tool. They were like those bands Whoa, 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 whoa. Just... Stop right yeah. there. Stop Here we go. right there. No. Nine Inch Nails is not I'm not saying the they sound the same or anything. Not even fucking close. Tool's not that great. They got great oh, musicians. Oh, yeah. They got great musicians, okay. but yeah. Tool's not Just like not last that week great. you said Slipknot's guitars are wonderful, too. Hey, Bob texted us today I mean, and just said like playing Jim Rudd is a legend. Rhythm the same Jim Rudd is who? Unbelievable. Like you just compared Tool and Nine Inch Nails. That was... Wow. I'm they're both on the. They're both on the same level. I will say Trent's work on A Girl to Dragon Tattoo... That album was pretty good. Yeah, yes. he's a better he's a better I, composer I, I than that. the than all of them. 
Jeff, you have to choose between these three. Nine Inch Nails, Tool, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, my God. Those are three bands that I usually skip when I hear them on the radio. Oh, my God. Oh, 100%. 100%. You guys have a little hate against rage session. I'm going to go, you know, pour a drink here. Oh, and I'm just saying, like, like all three of them. You got to pick one, Jeff. Oh, man. I couldn't pick. I'd probably go with Nine Inch Nails. (laughs) (laughs) Over Tool and Rage Against the Machine. Wow. Yeah, because Rage would make me angry and Tool tool. would put me to sleep. Oh, my God. Tool's the most boring fucking band ever. And people are going to be like, oh, it's because you're not smart enough to listen to them or whatever (laughs) it is or some bullshit. Forgetting that I'm a huge Dream Theater fan, but, you know. Tool blows Dream Theater away. Yeah, okay. my coworker would would like Light want him. to uh, want to marry you for the Dream Theater comment because everybody doesn't Theater. have any idea who Dream Theater is because they don't have ten minutes to listen to them. <laughs> Sometimes twenty four minutes for one song. Yeah, ten right. minutes, fuck you. Yeah, yeah right? that's that's an easy easy oh one. Oh my god, John Petrucci is my favorite guitar player of all time. Just to be different, I'm going to choose Tool. Okay, I'm going to choose. That's Tool. terrible. Thanks, that's Mark. terrible. I'm going to kick you off I the like, show now. I mean, Thanks, I like, Mark. I like Jambi. I'm thankful. Hooker with a penis kind of freaks me out. I'm like, what the fuck? I like Danny Carey. He's the only member of that band that I like because he's a great drummer. But otherwise, the rest of them, I could. eh. All right, boys. It's season 10. We have a new segment tonight, Mr. Kidder. Jeff, are you ready to debut our new segment? I am. And all three bands that I just said fit the segment (laughs) perfectly. (laughs) Fucking perfectly. Please welcome to season 10 and Podcast for All presents Over. Killed, aka insert overkill track. Welcome to the overkilled section, the most overrated Metallica song of the last 41 years. Mark, not the song you hate the most, not the mm-hmm. song that should not mm-hmm. be, but the most we'll get there. Overrated. We'll get there too. Uh-huh. Welcome to your overkilled section of season 10. I think if after I say this, either you guys are going to come murder me, or a bunch of other Metallica fans are going to come murder me. I'm going to hold. It. I'm, I'm going to hold I'm you. So ready. I'm going to hold you right there, Jeff. Before we get into the thick, that's what we call a tease. Into the <laughs> thick of it. That's true. Oh. <laughs> yeah, into the void. Remember that Kiss song, "Into the Void." It's on Psycho Circus. I try Black Sabbath song "Into the Void." So, no, we're talking the Kiss song. No, we're going to talk about the real "Into the Void" here. No, sir. We're, ta- we're talking Ace Freely and Peter Chris right before their departures. On a terrible but awesome album at the same time. <laughs> with Overkill, is there any stipulations? Kind of like we have the Lulu and Sandman stipulations with the song that should not be. No, I don't think there should be anything because this, I don't, I don't see... If people follow it correctly, it's not going to it's not going to be the song that you don't like. It's a song that you'll probably somewhat like, but you just go, hey, you know what? It's it's not as good as what everyone says it is. So that's we need to clarify that the song that should not be is a song that you can either erase, you can hate whatever it is. But this is just what do you think is a little bit overrated? Like, you know, maybe they should stop playing that so much or, you know, whatever it may be. Okay, overkill has no stipulations. It's it's a free world. All right. At, at least for now, when we launch it, you know, the, the beta mm. testing here, you know, this is uh, beta testing. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And if all of a sudden we hear, you know, Master Puppets or Enter Sandman for the next eight weeks in a row, well, then we'll say, yeah, you know, maybe you don't want to say those songs anymore. All right, Mr. Gitter, the most overkilled song in their 41 career, drum roll and go. Unforgiven. 
Wow. Nice. I like the way See, we went with this. That, that's why I said I don't know if people are going to hunt me down like you guys are going to murder me or something because I sat Dude, and thought about it. I love controversy. I love when people pick songs that you're not supposed to pick for something like this. And, and for me, I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the song. But I'm like, stop fucking playing that same fucking song every three hours. It's not like it's 1992 again. And I say 92 because that's when it was released to radio, not when the album actually came out. Because it wasn't you the are initial single. You are spot on. Well, yes, thank, you are. Thank you for clarifying. Cause I, 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 was I aim to help. That's some deep knowledge there. You are correct. So anyway, uh, I think it's the Unforgiven because I'm like, play something else. Like anything from the Black Album. Like you want to stay anything in the nineteen ninety one Black era? Album. Just stop playing well, the Black Album altogether. The, the first thought I think of is, is really the two stations I listen to on XM because I can't listen to terrestrial radio. That's a whole other thing. If you want to find the backstory to that, watch our episode of Beer Blues and BS, and then you'll be entertained by that for a good twenty five minutes. All right. When I talk about the like Turbo and Octane, okay. So those are the two channels that I'll listen to probably ninety percent of the time on SiriusXM. I, I love Octane, solid. So you you like uh, some screamo, uh, boy hating band music? Yeah, yeah. You know, heavy riffs and for the catchy choruses. You it's know good what for I mean? The soul. If I could put the vocals on mute more, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no. And, I, anyway, I, I, I like it. I mean, as an astute listener, you sit there and you listen for. Let's just say two hours. And yeah, I love how Metallica is one of the power bands because they're a core band from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. And and even I feel now, even though the new music isn't out yet, they're still a core band of the past 40 fucking years. Unlike Tool or any of these other Joker bands. Oh, I just threw that one out there for you, Shane. Killing me, Mark. Hey, Killing I me. just hold on, a second. hold on a second, Shane. Killing me. <laughs> golf clap. I'm at home and I can golf clap tonight because I'm in my studio, but you will not hear a golf clap from me for that. Sorry. That's uh, okay. Um, I'll give you another golf clap. Out, <sighs> Sandy Novation. Well, then stand up and clap, motherfucker. <laughs> I did not think you're going to stand up. <laughs> we don't need to see that. Put your pants back on. <laughs> I've got short pants on. The Unforgiven has been overkilled in Bismarck, North Dakota. We could have Jeff, said are you going to partake man. in this tonight? You said should. True. Could have said Enter Sandman. I mean, you could yeah. have said Wherever I May Roam. I am going to participate, I but, I'm, but I didn't. I'm not going to pick something off the Black Album because I think most of our listeners would expect that, you know, as I rant on week after week. So I'm not going to pick something off the Black Album, but again, I don't think that my answer is going to be much of a surprise to most of the people that have been listening uh, as of... For 115 weeks in a row. Right, right, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick either My Apocalypse or uh, Spit Out the Bone. Spit Out the Bone, wow. Yeah. You are that one's that's terrible. I could see my apocalypse. I actually, I actually, I actually think I would pick "Spit Out the Bone" because my apocalypse oh. for me would be a song that I would almost put in the song that should not be because mm-hmm. I don't like that song. "Spit Out the Bone," I at least like that song. But all of the Metallica fans and how everyone talks about how great that song is, 
I, I don't. I, I'm not saying it's a bad song, but I don't think it's as great as all of you guys. The spit out the the spit out the bone lovers, which is like you and every fucking other person out there. You're saying I'm I a spit just, out the bone lover. You you like that? You love that song? You like it? Love it? Whatever you want to call it. That's the second best song on the record. Yeah, see, not even close. Not even okay. close. I would people, have people are coming to from your, the record. People are coming to your neighborhood, not Mark's to murder you, Jeff. And like I said, I don't dislike the song. I just think, and it's not even <laughs> overplayed by them. I just think it's overrated by the Metallica fan base. Just, just, to, just to clarify, this is overplayed or overrated? I said overrated, like as far as I think... Again, going off of this, you know, kind of the stipulations I was seeing going into this, that it was literally anything that you think is either been overplayed or something that you think is overrated, whatever it is, you know, overkilled, overkilled. So, I mean, if you want to go with with Hardwired for me on that album, the overrated song would be Man Unkind. I, I overrated. I don't like it. I don't hear a lot of really great things from most of the Metallica fan base, though, from that song, and they don't play it a lot. Well, Jeff, when, I think, you, live, I, I, Jeff, when you live in Bismarck, they're a little bit behind the times up there, so they're just maybe getting that's more the, of a song hot, that should not just be. Get, they're for just him, getting um, the record delivered to their you know stores by cassette like this last week, so it's it's. Still would that be your? New. Would that song be the song that should not be for you, <laughs> or do you have a different song? Well, because yeah, I guess uh, thinking about you it said now, you liked Unforgiven. You just think it's overplayed or overrated. Yeah, yeah, very, very overrated. Uh, and and to be uh, you know a little bit forward in my defense and our area's defense, uh, Metallica delivered the past two albums two days early to me because they know how much of a Metallica fan I am. So now we're talking. I got a true it. fan with early access yes. with the with the secret FBI files piracy warning. Right to your address. I even have the uh, Facebook proof, Shane, if you dig hard enough, because, you know, you and I are BFFs on the book face. So there's that. <laughs> the book face. I do like that. <laughs> but, you know, if, if we really want to talk about a song that needs a little bit of love, I, I'm thinking it's, um, what, Dream No More? Because yes. there's a little bit of... Uh... Who are you? you? You come on our show and you just made up your own segment on the spot. So now you have to <laughs> name it because we're going to you know use this for the next 245 weeks oh yeah what's the song that needs more love let's see what would be a good segment name for that the forgiven kitter's killer <laughs> Kidder's killer. i don't know we need my, we need my show a, used a to metallica be metallica the, theme mark come on oh but no well shit i mean a song that needs love <laughs> you, you got, am i savage <laughs> Yeah, I had 10 seconds to think that of that. Are not, that's good. The songs that aren't savage enough. Mm. That don't get enough savage. I like Is that. this song savage? I think we're on to something. That's a lot of hardwired talk in the last five minutes. I'm really, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I just had to yeah, throw it no, I'm, I'm going to Because I saw a certain drummer, talk. you know, in a music video once, so. Never heard of him. A little Danishman? <laughs> Lars. Lars Ulrich. Yeah. I got to smoking hash through the fucking ground. Yeah, with Dave. Oh, I like smoking hash through the ground. This grass is so fresh. So here's the funny thing. You started talking about the the stipulations about uh, the song that should not be. And, of course, the first thing you said, anything off of Lulu, and I went, fuck! (laughs) Because (laughs) I picked iced iced honey. It's just too easy, man. 
th- that yeah. beat out the view and pumping blood. Pumping okay. blood would be also like the no second. no Lulu no Saint Anger. They're too they're too easy to pick. Jeff doesn't even know that there's a song called Plump, Pumping Blood. No, here's never a, heard of it. In my here's life. a controversy <laughs> though. I don't mind Saint Anger. Good boy. You guys I are like getting Saint along Anger. well tonight. You guys are getting I along do. really well. Let's just. He knows what's going on. No tool. No nine inch nails. No fucking rage. <laughs> Jesus. Saint Anger for the win. Funny. Get thing the black is... album out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 nine inch nails, uh, you know, every day is exactly the same. I I I seem to be thinking that a lot at work lately, so it's kind of weird, you know. It's, it's you walk bizarre. around telling your coworkers you want to fuck them like an animal. Uh, no, no, I don't go that far. Jeff's gonna say that. In That's just weird. Weeks. Weeks. No. I work with. I, I should say I oversee five dudes. So that's just. Oh, that's not good. That's really no. not good. No, it's weird. I need the wrap up overkilled with my vote, and then we'll get into the song that should not be. I was going to also Jeff. say Fixer as an underrated, underplayed song. Underrated, not overrated. Yeah, under. That's under the, and saying, underplayed. I that's fixer. your M.I. Savage song is Fixer. Yes. Very savage. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm left turn, right turn. We're You're all over the map, dude, but we love it. We love derailment. Our podcasts are over two hours on average, so. That's, this is normal. Ooh, that's a lot <laughs> of editing. Say, or don't. I was going to say we're not. We're not quite minimal. That long. Minimal. Min- <laughs> minimal editing. Okay, Jeff. I need a drum roll for my overkilled song. <laughs> battery. Yeah. That's. I, I brought this up before. I was going to say this doesn't come as much of a surprise. Battery don't go. You know, I'm trying to think about how I feel about this. I feel really negative about it. Are there better songs that they could play in the slot that they put battery in? Yes. Do I think it's do I think it's an overrated song? No, but I definitely when they play it live, there's other things I would rather hear more. Highly overrated for sure. When it comes on, no matter where you're at, in the car, hanging out shuffle hang out in the pool live concert everyone loses their shit oh it's fucking time for battery and i'm like oh god so long since i've even heard that song now your dad's a big metallica fan big metal fan if you and him are cruising around the weekend and battery comes on is your old man like oh yeah fuck yeah jeff turn it up well anything off of puppets that's his favorite record that's why i'm asking yeah but but the majority of people hear hear battery and they're like oh my god this, this is the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread turn it up Saying, yeah, I know. That's why I listen. That's why. That's why I listen to Octane because they don't play battery. <laughs> that's why you're listening to Tool on Octane. No, I turned that, that off. It's very, very fucking true. Uh, Puppets is my favorite album too, and I'm not uh, like, oh, battery. Yeah, yeah this is. But I'm, I'm, no, I, it, nice sound effect. I like it. I'm, I'm I'm here to help because you said this was an audio podcast, and I mean, if you're recording the video, there, there's a little bit of extra for you. Oh, this is a show all about you. You, the fan, drives the show on a podcast no, for all no, we love it. No. It's, it's, not, is, it's not about me not or about Shane. Me. No, man. Shane or I, actually, is what I should have said. That's the Dudes, proper way to say Shane it. or me. You had it right. Because if no, you no, take no. Shane out, it's still you. What are your pronouns, <laughs> gentlemen? His, him, it, them? <laughs> In the man, the age. myth, the legend—that's actually what I'm known by on the radio. So I, I, I just, I just say, I just, question. I just say, "Hey, bub," you know what I mean? True. That's all you need to say. 
I'm ready to jump in the fire. Yeah, let's test his knowledge. Ah! Let's see what his let's see what his ah! IQ is. Mark's going Zero. on the spot. He's going to jump in the fire in North Dakota. Those two terms don't go together. He's more like trapped under ice in North Dakota for this trivia round. All right. Is it snowed up there yet? It's only uh, September, Mark. Uh, no, no, it was uh, it was sixty seven today. We're good. We have a frost advisory in effect, and uh, yes, earlier uh, as in, dude, shit just got fuck, real it was Monday there for a second. It was it was it was uh, an eighty nine on uh, Monday. So do you have a, do you have a, a news voice just like Shane when he gets into pilot mode? He has a pilot voice. Uh, he does. Everybody, uh, about two and a half hours of uh, flight today. Uh, a couple bumps and uh, drink service available. That's actually pretty good. But you know what the best part of my new gig is? I don't make PAs anymore because there's no oh, you one don't back have... there. You can talk oh, to the duh, packages. Yeah. Give them yeah. encouragement. <laughs> We're going to make it, little guys. I promise. <laughs> You won't get washed up onto shore today. No volleyballs for you, Tom. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> or you become Tom, and then, then you're all fucked. So, news voice. All right. It is time for Trapped Under Ice via North Dakota. That's pretty damn good. Give us a station ID with like the with the letters and the number like that's on your mic flag there. Oh. You are listening to KRDN Eyewitness News 8. Live from Bismarck, North Dakota. We gotta hire this guy, Jeff. Damn. Hey, I, I mean, it's not like I've never, ever, ever done <laughs> commercials or intros or outros or other voice work. We so I've got, I've got other shit. I've got other shit going on in my life. You want a job here? You know, being a co-host. <laughs> Shane's kind of busy too. You just want to take over the show. <laughs> we can sell the rights. We'll start. The we could sell like it to him. I'm 90, sure 000. Bob and Larry would help him adjust. In you know Bob, what I mean. Bob, Larry, and Mark for you know naming rights of ninety thousand. <laughs> the funny thing with that pay is for Jeff's uh, wedding. We had Bill and Bob as our commentators of our fake wrestling federation. It didn't matter who was who, and they called each other each other's name. So yeah, that's right, Bill. Okay, Bob. That's you know, it's just so it's fun <laughs> to say that. That's how you fake it in the in the NODAC, right? At least twenty years ago. Jeff, you're ready to jump in the fire. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Mark, five questions. You're a diehard fan. By the way, how many times have you seen Metallica? Not enough. Um, well, all we need to hear is one. Uh, yeah, more than once. Okay. Uh, wearing my, my Grand Forks shirt From tonight. the Alaris 18 Center. show. Yep, the Al, if you're a local. I was there. The and Al. they played Dream No More that night. Yes, it was awesome. Actually... I shouldn't say it was awesome because uh, for the last 20 minutes of the show, I was hugging the ATM in the back. <clears throat> say that again? <laughs> I was hugging the ATM in the back of the arena. My the wife ATM got me too at drunk. The moment, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of I blurred out during... Uh, 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 battery? <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. They did uh, no, no, no. During was, Fixer? Oh. Yeah. Oh, damn it. World, world debut of Fixer in North Dakota. I, let's just, I missed it. Let's just say I loved getting the audio version because then I could actually listen to the show. You were over served that night. Yes. 
I said, well, I was fine. And then my wife was like, here, finish mine. I'm like, sure. Nope. Anyway. Those damn wives. Jeff, don't get married. Yeah, don't get I'll, married. Just don't, I'll be, don't do I'll it. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Okay. I'm not That's wor- what they I'm all say. More. I'm not I worried. Think, I think Jeff's only getting married so he can go to Hilton Head for two weeks. That's the only reason he's saying yes. To I go to Hilton Head every year anyways. I could be going there regardless. But now the wife probably gave you a stipulation. She's like, hey, if you want to go to Hilton Head, we fucking got to tie the knot this year. Oh, no. She wanted to go too. <laughs> okay. Understood. Let's All see. Right, Bismarck, Fargo, North Grand Forks, Minneapolis twice. I uh, just uh, Newton, the uh, racetrack just outside of Des Moines. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That was the Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. benefit dealio. Yeah, the, the Avenged Fold Seven is coming up next. I don't know if oh, you God. caught that. Oh, God. that's what Ashton Kutcher said. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Whoops. Hey, who? and what's his name from uh, Beastie Boys was like the host. That's what Ashton was saying about Avenged Sevenfold. He was saying, who the no, fuck is no. this? No, I don't know who Avenged, uh, Avenged Sevenfold is. There, there was a band that played. It was Avenged Fold Seven. So clearly, I don't know who this other band is. Mixmaster Mike. They were probably much better than that A7X <laughs> shit. That's a band that I've let go of my disliking for and now are kind of somewhat in my decent graces. So you'd see Avenged before Tool. I'd see Avenge before Hell all yeah. three of those other bands, without a doubt. And this is a band that I used to like, pretty much despise. But I've kind of grown to not like them, but accept them and tolerate. You know. Hail yeah. to the king! And it's funny because Hail to the King, the one record that sounds nothing like any of their other stuff, is a good record. And the record that like a Metallica. lot of people don't like, <laughs> I like, like did it. Bob Rock produce this. <laughs> it sounds like a mixture of Metallica, Megadeth, and even a little bit of Iron Maiden. There's like a you know, and it has that Guns N' Roses vibe. Like each song sounds like a different band. All right, I think Mark is avoiding the jump in the fire trivia. No, nah, I'm, I'm good. Finally, I'm just finally going to get to this. Yeah, back to the IQ test, Mark. Let's go. <laughs> I told you zero. We're fine, Mister Kidder. Question number one: What is James Hetfield's middle name? Allen. Wrong, it's Elon. Oh. <laughs> it's Elon. Elon Musk Hetfield. Very MC good. squared. Great answer. All right, question number two. Name a car that's driven in the movie Some Kind of Monster. There's a lot of answers for that. There is a lot of answers, so we'll accept any vehicle that any one of the band members were driving at some point. Oh, the band members. So whether it's the vehicle that Lars is driving over the Golden Gate Bridge or (laughs) one of the nine vehicles James drives. (laughs) Yeah, there there was a lot of shit. I think the uh, the therapist was driving like a uh, a 1998 uh, Pontiac something or other. Phil, get in the Firebird. Phil thought he was Uh, in the band, but he's not quite in the band. Yeah, not in the band. He's too busy making post-it notes with Jeff on the side. We're knitting sweaters. We had Phil on the show, Mark. Twice. Really? Yeah, awesome. Check it out. Hopefully going for the trilogy. Nice guy. (laughs) Probably won't after I said what I said. Uh, (laughs) Did I say something? I don't know. No. Uh, Shit. I mean, it's it's been probably 10 years since I've seen the damn movie, so I'm trying to remember, like, any of the vehicles that are in there. That was a good question, Shane. (laughs) Uh, That is very good. I'll I'll go with, uh, like, a Dodge Charger, because I think... He had to have James had to have like a classic Dodge Charger in there. Uh, no, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, but okay. that's a good guess. But that's unfortunate. Uh, 
Chargers for for James, even the classic ones, those are still too new. Or yeah, too new. He goes a little bit older than the sixties. Well, Chargers, the That's new generation question. Charger wasn't even out at that time, so it would have been something from the 60s or 70s, and 60s and 70s, that's too new for James. That's a great question because it's a whole wide variety of vehicles. Isn't Lars in a Range Rover? Yeah, when he's going over the Golden Gate Bridge and, and should, his son is in the back going, Metallica. Yeah. His son's kicking the seat. Yeah. And now his son's making art rock. I thought Mark was going to say the little hot rod go-kart that James was in in the beginning. I would have even I accepted. About, yeah, I would have accepted a, a chopper. Literally, James's chopper, that custom chopper he rides. Oh, that's I right. When accepted. he rips out, yeah, yeah he just tears. Down I would have accepted that. Just a chopper. Damn it! I should have went generic Mark. instead Damn of looking it, for extra specific things. Son Damn of it, bitch. Bethany! They guessed it. Question number three. Mark has a lot better odds at because it is true or false. Got that fifty-fifty chance. Get your fifty-fifty tickets. Your fifty-fifty tickets. <laughs> Churros! Churros! Get your churros! I like true and false. A lot better odds in my Megadeth days. True or false, good Mark? Old, good old Metallica day. once filed a lawsuit against Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. Hops. Shit. True. Huh. I like the way that. you think. I like, I, like, I like your style, dude. Don't quote me on the year. It was either 01 or 02. They sued Victoria's Secret because Victoria thought they could come out with a perfume named Metallica. 01, 02. So Lars says, hey, fuck it. We're suing Napster. Let's sue this company, too. <laughs> Since I'm taking on the world and I've been on Capitol Hill, let's just sue this fucking Fortune 50 company. I can just be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I got Hetfield and Hammett behind me. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing Don't- is they... They ended up just fucking themselves. Pretty much. <laughs> Don't you think someone at Victoria's Secret on that level of, you know, of a company would be like, uh, wait a minute, that name kind of sounds familiar. I don't think we should go with no, that name before we I really this. don't. They, weren't, they weren't, don't. weren't relevant at the time James was in rehab. They had about an 18-month span where they were not relevant, and then the other 40 years of their fucking career, they've been the most relevant band in the world. Not bad. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're saying with MI2 coming in, out in the early 2000s, Jeff. They were, but not. They're more relevant now than they were in the early 2000s for sure. Well, right, but still in the early 2000s, you're a fucking big name around the world. But it again, it's not you like you just released it, a single with Ja Rule. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would even it. go one step further of the suing Napster that puts you onto like the top tier echelon, like. Everybody knows because it's everywhere. Even you know uh, the no, advent no, of that, the internet. That was the thing. They got boycotted. Everyone said, "Fuck that band. We want nothing to do with them." And then everyone forgot who they were for about a year. And then oh, they were stop. like, "Here we go. Let's put out a cologne." Never heard of this band. Heard of Megadeth, but never heard of Metallica. <laughs> Megadeth. We think we know Kirk Hammett. He was on that Spawn CD. <laughs> <laughs> I swear there was a behind-the-scenes music video from the set of MI2. Something right. like that. Yeah, well, people didn't really like that movie either because James Woo used so much fucking slow motion in that movie that there's only about 12 minutes of actual movie there. <laughs> and it's still better than played. MI3. Bullshit! Oh, God. Yeah. You say the second one is better than the third one? Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman you, you was in the third one. You finally disagree on something. I like this finally. 
Because Bob, when you hear this episode, you better text me and you tell me which one is better, the second one or the third one. Of course he's going to agree with you. I don't know who Bob is. That, but This isn't, this have, isn't true. Oh, the the reason signal. Get to know him. The, the, the reason that I say that is because uh, um, the, the guy who played the villain in the third one, uh, the scene in the airplane. Yeah, he's correct. Very Thank actor. you. Very good uh, actor. Uh, he is was. a good actor, except for R- the plane. Was. He, he's dead now. Right, except for the plane scene. Absolute dog shit. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you and your wife. I'm gonna make you watch. <laughs> I fucking fell asleep during the scene. I was like, not good. "What? What is Tom Cruise doing in an airplane? Who is he talking to? He just got kicked out of a plane. Who was that? I don't know. It, it was the villain." <sighs> <sighs> You disappoint me, Mark. You disappoint me. <laughs> that was well done. Just for that was Mr. not well done. Too. That was not well done. <laughs> he doesn't I'm get also to fit. available. He, for he doesn't get to for sound. No, effects. he doesn't. He doesn't. Even, you know what? I was gonna let you replace me on this awesome show, but oh. now, do you know how disappointed I was when I disappear was in the fucking credits? I sat in that movie the whole time, and I said, uh, "When's the song coming? When's the song coming?" Up, oh, show's over. Oh, here we go. You wait. You went and saw the movie just to hear the song? Yeah. Huh. That was, uh, for me, that I was like the was. first big soundtrack that I'd ever purchased. And the soundtrack is actually awesome. If you yeah. if you look at the track listing on there, better than the movie. Is it as good as Spawn? Phenomenal songs on <laughs> Is it as so, good as Spawn? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Jeff, what was, that, what was that other group called? Orbit or, or Orbital? Yeah, something like that. It was fucking terrible. It was a terrible name. <laughs> Almost as bad as the Ja Rule single. No, that's a great song. No. All right. What are we on? Question number four. Yes. Yeah. Hey. He will get this one. I hope so, because this this hits home. How many times has Metallica played good old ND? Not enough. Oh, it, yeah. Not enough is the, is the correct term. I remember hearing him play... Uh, I actually don't think they've played them. in California enough. <laughs> Not if you went to a- AXS to get your tickets today. <laughs> California. I'm oh, going to have Metallica here. It's going to be open show. It's going to be great. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to what think was of the how question? many times. Oh, yeah. How many times? How many times? Because... Uh, I, I want to say that they've or, played it's not eighty or ninety times. Grand no. Forks twice, and I believe uh, they've played Fargo twice because they've Close. never played Bismarck, Minot, Grand, uh, uh, Far uh, Dickinson, or Williston. They've I think they're the old bar, <laughs> the original bar in Minot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear that there's some people I know who are very f- familiar and intimate with that bar that burned down and they rebuilt. So it they, might be better if you guys come through again. Maybe we should. We love playing there. Metallica's we'll go, played. Uh, go we'll ahead. five. Uh, you're close. Huh? Seven. That's a good seven. That's seven good. times. Grand Forks, 1989-2018. Fargo, 92-97 and ah. 04. I know you said you were there in 03, but it was 04. 04, yeah. Mm-hmm. Minot in 89 Damn it. Bismarck hmm. in 89. Just think, Doris has been to those two cities in North Dakota. What the fuck? And I was here in, in 89. So what the fuck was I doing? Oh, I was... You weren't having hot beers out in the car. Uh, no. They were called... 
Let's wake up some noisy neighbors, man. Some bitch. Now I'm pissed. I want to go when back I, in time. What the when, fuck were you thinking? When I looked up this uh, trivia, I was even surprised that the Justice Tour swung into Minot and Bismarck because we know how small those markets are. It's a very yeah. small market. Whew. And speaking of justice, let's lead into our last question. What is track number six on Injustice for All? What are you doing? I'm supposed to ask that question. You're taking my thunder. Oh, damn. You were. I thought I was supposed to read. I'm sorry. God, I totally I can't thought. believe you. I'm the, I know. I, to, I, need I to totally go to my, stole that from you. I need to go to my safe room and cry for a bit. Frig. I actually hey. legitimately, I actually did mess that up. Look at that, people. I messed up live on the air. I actually thought I was supposed to read that question. That was Shane's I'm, question. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fucking crushed. Wow. I'm fired. I quit. I'm as crushed as everyone <laughs> is with Battery being the overkilled song in season 10. <laughs> he's he's just going to get up and leave. That's the, the funny thing about it. And he, what was he the was question? Say, I'm so worked up. I forgot what you asked. He, oh, he, what is track said, six on justice? He said oh, see, he look at it. He got to ask it after all. You oh. can just edit all that out and just put your... <laughs> oh, no. This is Amateur Week. No no editing this week. Season 10. Welcome amateur, to Unedited Rockstar Amateur Chatter. Week. You have the 10th anniversary as, of the season premiere, and you go to <laughs> Amateur Week? What kind of hibbity-bibbity bullshit is this? It's because the people have spoken, Mark... We did a oh. vote on this once, and people said that they liked the raw, unedited versions of us. They liked the realness of it. And they I like it raw. They like, but I don't. I still don't like it. There's a lot of people that say to listen to us in the car on the way to work Wednesday morning. I can't imagine I mean, starting my day listening to Jeff and Shane fucking Babylon. No, I, I wouldn't. I couldn't. The Rebels of Babylon? You heard our episode last week, I take it. I would not, could not, with a fox. <laughs> <laughs> what did the fox say? Fox said nothing because he has the right to remain silent. Baby shark, 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 shark. Oh, do I hear baby shark do do all the time from your daughters? My youngest loves baby shark. She used to be baby shark. Since we're talking about the Rebel of Babylon episode last week, when we were signing off, in your one of your daughters had that horrific horror movie scream. Oh, that was great! It came through so nicely. It was absolutely fucking epic. But it, she wasn't even upset. She was just goofing around. Sounds like she was being murdered. Just like people are coming to murder Mark for saying the Unforgiven was overkilled. I, you know, I mean, <sighs> I do have to say, first of all, and first and foremost, that um, North Dakota is such a great state. Is there any? Is there even law enforcement there? You don't even need law enforcement there. It's just some just some good old boys on the pickup trucks. I mean, it, could, it, it definitely could be. <laughs> but at the same time... My house is protected by the guns right here, Smith and Wesson. So, and the fighting, so you're not like and the fighting hawks. Yeah, no effing hawks. No flying like away from, from things. Yeah. Mark, what guns is track sweet. six on Injustice for All? Quit, yeah, stalling. quit stalling. Oh, I, I thought that it was just one of those things for like the extra dramatic effect and to drag out my time with you guys. You do have but a of green course. light on in your living room or your studio, so it is very justice-looking. Um, there. Now we're black and white. <laughs> I like that. Like, like That's justice. a legit light in that room. It's uh, could be that. I, I would have to go with, of course, track number six of Harvester of Sorrow. Congratulations. Did I, you I'm sorry, I just minutes, blew probably. Jeff's... After you spent two minutes Googling that, we'll have to give it to you. No, no, I'm fine. Nicely He's done. like, actually, it was a minute and a half. Thank you very Nicely much. Nicely done, man. Oh, shit. No, 
I, I did not use any any Googling. And all of the albums are, as I look back next to my Metallica mug and the empty Enter Night beer can from the Grand Forks show. Very nice. I just picture a pile of ants all over an empty fucking can on your shelf. It was washed out. We're good. Okay. Gross. Yeah. So responsible. I also... I also want to, you know, when you talk about like the unpopular uh, opinions of of, of things, uh, the Enternite Pilsner, not good. I agree with you. I was very disappointed when I was like, "Ah, oh, sweet, fuck yeah, Metallica beer." Oh, I. Oh, I, it's one of those flavorful beers. I agree with you. The can looks so badass, but the contents, yeah. not so much. Yeah. Because beer is, bleh. I used to like beer, but now it's just. Bleh. We get it, Jeff. You've told us four weeks in a row now. I only drink tequila because I'm sophisticated. A sophisticated. Who are I'm you, Jose married. Mangan? I'm... Hey, bro, right, bro, yeah, middle bathroom, yeah, bad. <laughs> no, I don't like that guy. Oh, he bothers. Me. <laughs> he bothers me, and if he ever hears this show, I hope he knows that he bothers me. Jeff, you have to hang out with Jose or Tom Morello. Well, then I would pick Jose. <laughs> what? Then I'd pick Jose. Why? Wow. And I don't so, like him. So I would go with with uh, Tom Morello because he guest starred on an episode of Star Trek Voyager. No, I would go with Tom Morello just so I could hear some audio slave stories about Chris Cornell. Are we voting tonight? We are voting, and it's going to be a topic that... I know you have an opinion about Mark. It's a really easy vote. Mark's like, I've never heard your show. I've never paid attention to your <laughs> yeah. show. All I do is go on here. Fuck you, are you people? You guys. Why do you me ask me so many goddamn questions? I wanted to drink and come on this show and have fun. <laughs> An hour and 12. And he's like, dude, you've asked me like 70 fucking questions tonight. This has been a question heavy episode. So what do you got? It has. Hey, Mark, this I'm is, fine with that. for, at fine. least for me, this is the last question you're going to hear. Oh, so. He's got to get back to his beers, blues, and bullshit podcast, not this fucking, you know, investigation, interrogation crap. Yeah, this is like the first 48. Where have you been? How Uh, to make a murderer. I was at work. Well, your cell phone records say you stabbed someone. Uh, How do you know about my cell phone? I have a cell phone. I don't have a cell phone. That's a great show, by the way. And voting for all. uh, The question for you guys, I mean, when are you going to stop by? Play some music and maybe drink some blackened. Um, Only if I get my own personal bottle of Rye the Lightning autographed by Mark Kidder. We can make it happen. The problem is when I actually autograph it, the value of the bottle goes down. That's yeah, it definitely go, it definitely goes up for sure. But that means <laughs> we have to drive. Fine. That means we have to drive to Bismarck. That just sounds like torture right now. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous this time of year. But by the time I, we book a show and get up there, it'll be fifty below, like on you know Valentine's Day. For just you. practicing for his Avenged Sevenfold tribute. Uh, actually, my rage. I'm, okay. I'm pra- practicing for my rage nine-inch nails tool tribute band. Your guitar is going to say "Arm the Homeless," and you're not going to cut your guitar strings on the headstock. It's going to say "Arm the Tools," and he's going to perform behind a sheet facing the back of the stage. That's like true. Maynard used to. I love that sheet out with the light on him from behind. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Staring directly into the light, high as fuck. Oh. Uh, all right, I, get, I gotta get ready for this North Dakota show, so let's get on with the shit here, boys. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to share, since you brought up Enter Sandman and playing Enter Sandman, the time that you so graciously permitted me to sit upon the throne 
I remember that. Play Enter Sandman. Jeff, Jeff wasn't even in the band yet. He was in diapers. Right into pull ups. Uh, <laughs> it, it depends. Depends <laughs> on who you ask. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Right Mark. into whiskey in the name. jar. Is and that what we did? Yeah, they they uh, tried to pull a fast one on me, and I stuck with them. Whiskey in the jar. So I remember you uh, getting up on my yeah. orange sparkle kit in Grand Forks and playing Sandman. I do not remember yeah. anything about going into whiskey, but apparently that happened. They threw it out there, and uh, they were like, check this out. Because obviously I had no like monitors or anything, so I had no fucking clue what was actually happening. Neither did Which I. Is... We were at a shitty club called Big Daddy's that was uh, that was in the early stages. <laughs> yeah. they They've uh, since uh, changed owners twice and closed twice. But, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, that was the first time I had ever actually played Enter Sandman. And you nailed it. And that was the first time I actually got to have a cocktail and sit back and watch my own band from afar. It was it was more enjoyable than you think it was. Well, I've done that a few times. I, I rather enjoy it. Yes, you have. But I, but may, knowing that Whiskey in the Jar is a different <laughs> tuning, I'm still trying to figure out how the guys went from Sandman into Whiskey. That makes no sense. I got the, uh, the video. The I should send it to you. You have well, you're tagged in it. Yeah. Yeah, please yeah. <laughs> please send that to me. I want to check that He's out. Like, yeah. I, I, I had to do a little searching in the archives. but uh, Dude, that was 55 years ago. Mm-hmm. Both of us had hair. And I don't think I've seen you since then. <clears throat> that was the uh, pretty much last time that I had... Uh, we had crossed paths in person. The I other agree. joke is uh, Mike, the bassist at the time. Mike's Paul Pizzle, still, uh, yeah, Pizzle's yep. still there. Yeah, Pizzle's still alive. Driving He's listening to you right now. Actually, Pizzle was, Pizzle was driving the same truck then that he has now. So a big, th- a big shout out to him because everybody thought we were the same person. <laughs> now I see the resemblance. So, so when you that's when like you say, guys, it's like saying all Asian people look the same. They do, I, and sure. I'm I'm Asian. Everybody, so I can say these <laughs> things before I was, the hate mail comes in. I wasn't even bald at the time. But when when you guys played Fargo, <laughs> oh my God, there's the bass player. Oh, that's just Mark Kidder from the news station. You're like, so two of my friends were at that show in Fargo. Okay, and they're like, why are you in? Are, fuck you, you're up on the stage. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you in Fargo? Metallica a tribute sighting. band, a Pizzle sighting, a rare Pizzle sighting in the wild. Hi, <laughs> hey. I was oh, like, Rocky, there he is. <laughs> I haven't been drinking. Like I can't be drunk. I've been drinking. What I'm the, fine. Like, what the fuck are you guys saying? Oh, you're you're not in Fargo? No, I I am still in Grand Forks. Oh, uh, we thought you were on stage. I can see not the today, guys. You should have another one. I can see you the resemblance, kinda, Mark. That's you cool. do kind of you do kind of look like him a little bit. Not gonna lie. That's a anyways. Thanks. We're gonna there's, we're, there's we a picture of right, the two of us too. Anyway. We derailed, and now we're gonna we're gonna Jesus. get this train rolling here. Way take the shark back. This is a really this is a really easy in voting for all, and it has to do with a little benefit concert that's coming up, the All Within My Hands concert, and who's opening for them. I know Shane is super <sighs> happy about that. That's so I want to hear from the rest of the podcast for all world. Now that Greta Van Fleet has officially been announced as the opener for this whole ordeal are you guys happy yes or no about them joining metallica again and this time for a little bit more of an intimate you know acoustic setting i will take this first fuck no 
I knew it. That's why I, I saw this. Especially was... <laughs> an acoustic set. Get the fuck out of here. No one wants an opener for an acoustic. Just have a nice to... metallic at night and that's it. I wanted to seize the moment, you know, carpe diem, as J Rock says. Damn. Yeah, terrible. You know, seize the motherfucker. I'm going to uh, piggyback on that. I mean, I don't know if my opinion counts or if I was even included on this, or if you muted me, that's fine. No, you um, are included. You're running 100%. the show. We want to hear your opinion for I, I am definitely tonight. not running this show because we'd be in the ground, uh, or six whoop, feet whoop, under ice. Pull up. Whoop whoop. Pull yeah. up. Oh terrain. no! Don't worry. Shane, Shane won't let the he won't let this plane go down. It's all good. Well, when Greta's on it, I might. <laughs> yeah, all ships. Pack a parachute for some reason. <laughs> hey, bank Shane, angle. what's a parachute? Don't pull up. Bank angle. Obstacle. Obstacle. Bank angle. Whoop whoop. Pull up. I, from a a fan's perspective, because I've never met him, never talked to him, never uh, sat through an entire album or concert of theirs. I hear various people being like, oh my God, there's the next Led Zeppelin. They're so fucking awesome. I'm like, I, I can see that they are influenced heavily by Zeppelin and they're trying to be Zeppelin, but I don't like it. Um, they're good. I'm just, their yeah. time with Metallica has expired in my opinion. So fuck and, no. and, and I don't, yeah, I don't think they need to necessarily open for an acoustic Metallica show. You no. you are correct, Shane, that they can Metallica is definitely capable of holding the weight of an entire show, whether it's acoustic or a regular show. Um I would and, rather and, have a sixty minute presentation about how fucking blackened is distilled than watching Greta try to pull off an acoustic set. See, I I fucking dig that. I dig the hell out of it. I like See? that sort of shit. Okay, that's, here we go. that's super where, fucking awesome. This is where I'm going to disagree. I think it's a good thing because I think oh, now they're fuck. finally going to mesh. Jeff, you and I haven't agreed on one thing tonight. You hear they don't for like an hour, and you're like, <laughs> they, what? They don't. <laughs> Why? Electrically, full band. Those bands don't mix well. But bringing it to an acoustic yeah, setting an acoustic like that. Setting. I think it's going to be a lot closer because Metallica doesn't sound like a metal band when they play acoustic. At least. <laughs> but it's a Metallica night. We've all seen Greta four or five times as the diehards that travel. What if I decided around. to go to that show? I've never seen Greta. Well, then you can enjoy it, and I'll be bidding on a bunch of all-within-my-hands auction items for $15,000. I'm sure there's <laughs> going to be people there that have be not seen Greta before, and there's probably going to be some rich... Mm. Business savvy people that want to hear a little bit of rock and roll. I will be. I think bidding, it's. I think it's a good mix. I will be bidding on an LTD acoustic guitar that's retail value is five ninety nine for fifteen thousand dollars instead. Well, can, there uh, you have it. Give, we got two no's and a yes. I can give you my address. Uh, there, Shane. You can send something cool. <laughs> hey, I get discount. I get discounted shipping on FedEx now, so maybe I'll maybe I'll hook you up with that fifteen thousand dollar LTD free shipping. Yeah, <laughs> not free. Just discount. Oh, oh! I was hoping you'd fly it up here because then I could see your ass, and then you know, have some, have some drinks, drink some blacking, some ride of lightning. My airplane would... goes to um, I'm trying to think of near city to you, um, Minnehaha. In the winter, my specific fleet does Fargo overnights, and that's probably as close as I'm going to get to you. Hey, two and a half hours is closer than. I mean, Huff? six and a half to Minneapolis. You're like 10 hours from Great Falls, aren't you? 
Yeah, or Billings. Uh, Billings would probably be like six and a half, I think. <clears throat> yeah, that's a little far. We'll have to shoot for the Fargo overnight. Jeff, good vote, by the way. I forgot about the uh, acoustic news that broke today as I right. texted <laughs> you a massive eye roll. <laughs> Real quick before we cut you loose, beers, blues, and BS, where can we find you? How often is it on? And what's in it for me? Hell yeah, man. Uh, open invitation for you guys to be on the show. Let's just throw I, I, that out there. I'm not asking about coming on. I'm just asking about what the show is all about. I know it's. I oh. know there's some BS in there, but I want to. I want to know what there's I'm getting into here before I subscribe. Oh uh, well, obviously we would appreciate uh, just like on this show, clicking the thumbs up, clicking the subscribe for absolutely free. Uh, the first thing that we like to mention out of that five star shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we go above and beyond a hundred percent. Above and beyond. So, first of all, the website is beerbluesbs.com, beerbluesbs.com. Nice. I, I believe if uh, Shane and Jeff are super generous, they'll throw it in the show notes for y'all listening that uh, you'll be able to find it and Always. Uh, click it, like it. Of course, if you search Facebook or Instagram, we get the accounts on there. And uh, as you guys can see as we're chatting via video, the Triple B fridge. Just got restocked. Nice. Fully, fully furnished. Lots of beers to taste and full of test. enter nights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How often is the show? Every, weekly? We, we do it weekly. It uh, drops every Friday afternoon and nice. uh, evening. We post it on Facebook. There's a video version on YouTube, so you can uh, watch from the set here or the audio version available on every audio platform that's out there. Jeff, we got to go on uh, the show. We're all over the place. I mean, it'll be fun for you guys. We don't talk about anything political just because, you know, there's enough idiots talking about political stuff out there. So we typically talk about uh, wrestling, movies, board games, because uh, my co-host Howard Blues is Some huge wrestling. into. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in fact, uh, WWE is heading to Bismarck for Saturday night main event, October 1st, Saturday night. Get ready to rumble! Yeah! Oh, you are pumped, man. I like it. I like it. And then Sunday, Blue Man Group's in town. So, going to that. Love Blue Dude, Man Group. Fucking Bismarck's the hip town to be in now. We we are hopping up here. and That's why Metallic hasn't come back since 89. I mean, I've been hoping. <laughs> I've been trying to pull them. Instead, we've we've had Five Finger Death Punch three times and Shine Down twice in the past eight years. I can see them rocking that market pretty well. Ten years. Ten years. I, I I'll go a little that. further. That's that's understandable. I got to just a side note. Uh, when Corn Rob Zombie and Nothing More played, they sold out uh, the event center as well. And I got to intro Corn before wow. they came out in that front of you know sold out house. That didn't suck. It was pretty sweet. There's a, again on the uh, old book face world on the photo old, me world looking web. like I'm losing my mind, which is normal. Oh, I'd be pissing myself over that. That's a pretty cool opportunity. It's out there. All Hanging right, out with a bunch Bismarck. of people. We oh, have this I... hot new metal band name, uh, uh, Jonathan, or Corn. Yeah, that's it. That's how nervous I'd be. Jonathan Davis was the last one at the meet and greet. He uh, came in after everybody else was at like the third to last person through. And he came in. I think he was high as fuck. And he looked like he just woke up from a nap. So it was kind of funny. Probably. Like, oh, welcome to the show. Got a photo with him. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> just you like know. your kirk photo yeah exactly kirk kirk at least looks like he's you know competent and what's going on but 
I should also mention before before we hang this thing up because it is a Metallica related show. True. That on my birthday in 2014, I got to interview Jason Newstead for a good 15 minutes with uh, Mike Mushock when they were coming out with some new music at the time. And so we're, that we're was a hour, highlight. We're an hour and a half in, and you're just telling us that little detail now. Yep. Yep. Because that's what we call a tease. <laughs> Play uh, the can, long game. Where can we find that interview? Very curious. Uh, I would have to dig into the archives because it, it aired on uh, my number one per capita rated that's show right. in the uh, afternoon. And I have uh, the recording of it somewhere. But it did not make it to the internet. Well, send us a link and uh, we're definitely going to check that out. That's very cool. Wow, that's, that's bucket list shit for Jeff and I right there. And then, of course, they did the the uh, shout outs, you know, the typical radio thing, you know, hey, I'm Mark Kidder listening to Shane and Jeff right here on podcast radio. See, it's as easy as that. You just got to put a little a little ass into it. Some sass and some ass. I love it. Sass and ass. Jeff, you got anything else? That's, More uh, questions for me? No, no, I told you that out. was it. I, Jeff's I was done. Out. I'm questioned out. It's past my bedtime, an hour and a half. That's at least six hours of editing to make us sound like, you know, somewhat fucking half-ass pros. That's at least six hours of editing to bring it down to 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a classic broadcast line out there. Fuck it, we'll do it live. So there it is. Perfect. Let it roll. That might be the name of our... We might just change the name of the podcast right there great times no i first of all before we uh we go thank you for having me on the show and, absolutely you know, thanks for coming on. jeff as well i don't know if if uh he okayed it or if i just showed up and you're like who the fuck is this guy he did not but i, I said, appreciate hey, we got this we got this farmer from north dakota that's never heard the band metallica before you want him as a guest he said hell yeah call him up i said fuck yeah i like got some buckwheat in my teeth gonna come out there talk about a metallica band it's going to be pretty cool. I've never seen it before, but I don't know what the heck they're about to say. That's exactly <laughs> what we're going for. Jeff said, hell yeah, and here we are. Thanks for kicking <laughs> off Season 10, Mark. Thank you, Thank guys. You. <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege, and uh, I really appreciate it. Ship Jeff the Ride of Lightning via FedEx. I'll show up in person at Down some beers with you and record an episode. I know where we can get it in town. You know, if you got a cool 80 bucks. 80 bucks? Damn. Inflation. Jeff, maybe our ratings would improve if we got drunk before we hit record. Mm, Come on over. No. I got chairs. I got chairs for you. Chairs. We can do a round table. I'm a, I'm a picky drinker. You wouldn't want me around. You and your fucking drinking the worm out of the bottle. We have drink water. The worm. Swallow the worm. I'm drinking water right now. Bubbly? Are we all rocking yeah. bubbly right now? Oh, wow. No, mine's not bubbly. Mine is just... Ice water in a camo Yeti. Okay, good enough. Whatever. All right, boys, it's been fun. Thank you. Jeff, I will see you next week for episode two in season 10. Check you later. See you, Pizzle. Bye, Pizzle. Bye. Bye. And bye. Thanks, man. Yeah, and and bye. bye-bye. Bye, Mark. Bye, Pizzle. Bye, Pizzle. Bye, Mike. Pizzle, the bye, Mark Kidder lookalike, by the way. Bye-bye, Mark and Mike. See you, Bill. <laughs> oh, hey. hey. We'll see you, bye. There is a Bill out there. That's and a bye. throwback. And bye. All right, and bye. And see you, bye.